Thank you for taking some time to listen to The Extra Point. It is May 6th, 2020. And maybe it's the product of growing up on a military base for a good portion of my life, or maybe it's the result of having read a lot of military history and biography, but there is something about me when I think of the mission of our church that makes me not want to retreat. I would rather lean into the challenge of our church staying focused on our mission. And I was thinking about that today. In some ways, during this season in particular, it could be really easy to just back away, cut your losses, retreat, and plan to reemerge someday when the coast is clear, hibernate for this season. But I'm so glad to be a part of a church that had no time for that. Of course, I didn't want to take that route. And as I looked around me, there were a host of my fellow church members and church leaders who were ready, willing, and able to advance rather than retreat. I'm definitely not saying that we never feel our weaknesses or realize our limitations. Of course we, of course we feel them. We feel them significantly, and it is very uncomfortable. Yet at the core of who we are, we have a mission to give glory with our lives to God. I don't want to retreat from that mission. I don't want to treat that casually. We are a gathering and we're an assembly, and we're a family, but we also know from the New Testament that as the people of God, we are an army. So we don't retreat. We don't retreat in making disciples or apprentices, not disciples of us, but disciples of Jesus. We want to advance that cause. We want to see people conforming their lives to the will and ways of Jesus, surrendering to him as Lord. We don't retreat. We also realize that we, we can't afford the cost it would be if we were to stop encouraging each other and building each other up. That just can't be an option. We may have to use new technologies. We may have to settle for some digital interaction rather than in-person interaction, but we still don't retreat. We don't retreat in praying for each other. As a matter of fact, I've been really stirred by the increased burden I sense on the part of our church to pray for and with each other. In some very real ways, technology has really served us being together in prayer. People can make time to be together in the middle of a workday or in the middle of an evening. People from Bear, Middletown, Wilmington, Newark, Landenburg, Elkton can reach across city and even state lines to pray. I'm not sure we could get that level of participation if people had to schedule time to drive to Ogletown during the week. And just on a side note here, next week I am planning on doing some video teaching on prayer, so stay tuned for that. But back to our advance. We are are confident that our mission is critical in supporting gospel work around the world. We can't retreat. If Christians don't spread the gospel, we know that secular governments or even Islamic or Hindu leaders of countries, they're not going to spread the gospel. So we don't believe we can afford to back down in this area. There are billions of people who have never heard about Jesus. And a lot's been invested in getting missionaries to strategic spots. We know that has to be front and center in our minds. We also realize how critical it is that we are caring deeply for each other and showing that we are truly the disciples of Jesus. Jesus said that the world would know we are his disciples by the love we show for each other. Few things are as mission critical as our sacrificial service for the benefit of others. So should widows be neglected? Well, that would be a retreat. Is there an excuse to lessen our cause or lessen our concern for the cause of orphans or the disabled? We can't do everything we want, but does that mean we fold up shop and hope for the best? It can't mean that. And you can add to that the calling we know we have to work for the good of marriages and families. That's a core part of our life together as a church, and 
I also see that in the family of God, those who are married also work for the good of singles to support and include them. Should that stop during a pandemic? Should we do that less or more? We know the answer to that. Also, as we hear Galatians 6, we know that as we have opportunity, we should seek to do good to everyone, especially the family of believers. And from the instructions of Jesus, we recognize that without trying to draw attention to ourselves, we still are told to let our light shine before others so that they would see good works and give glory to our Father in heaven. We have challenges. These times seem to get more complicated by the day. But church, I just want to remind us that we don't have to see this as a season of retreat from doing important things. Actually, even as gatherings on site have been suspended and events and programs have been canceled, I still see us as an army that has been mobilized to move forward in capturing some uncertain territory. To close, I thought it might be best to read the words to a song we sing occasionally that really captures the right sentiment. It says, O church, arise and put your armor on. Hear the call of Christ our captain. For now the weak can say that they are strong in the strength that God has given. With shield of faith and belt of truth, we'll stand against the devil's lies. An army bold, whose battle cry is love, reaching out to those in darkness. Our call to war, to love the captive soul, but to rage against the captor. And with the sword that makes the wounded whole, we will fight with faith and valor. When faced with trials on every side, we know the outcome is secure, and Christ will have the prize for which he died, an inheritance of nations. Come see the cross, where love and mercy meet, as the Son of God is stricken. Then see his foes lie crushed beneath his feet, for the conqueror has risen. And as the stone is rolled away and Christ emerges from the grave, this victory march continues till the day every eye and heart shall see him. So, Spirit, come put strength in every stride. Give grace for every hurdle that we may run with faith to win the prize of a servant good and faithful. As saints of old still line the way, retelling triumphs of his grace, we hear their calls and hunger for the day when with Christ we stand in glory. The song was written by Stuart Townend and Keith Getty. What great words. I surely appreciate you taking the time to listen today, and I am grateful to be a part of a church who has risen to a very disorienting challenge. May God keep us faithful.